Welcome to the Arts Armory podcast. Today's topic, paper choice. I could probably go on for hours about this topic, but I'm going to try and just reserve it for a couple of minutes just to spare you and me. It kind of goes without saying that choosing the right paper is vitally important to your artwork. Especially if you're going to be selling your artwork, you need to be using the right paper for the application you're trying to accomplish. For example, you really should not be using a smooth, thin paper for a heavy application medium such as marker or even colored pencil. Things that require a lot of application, a lot of layers, a lot of buildup, such as, say, colored pencil or oil pastels or paint, you should not be using thinner papers for. Similarly, lighter mediums, you probably don't need to use really thick paper for it. So I'm going to talk today about some of the different papers that are out there, what you should be investing in, what you should be looking for, especially if you're looking to sell finished artwork. Papers are designed and manufactured for a reason. We have come a long way as humans in paper technology, in communicative technology and what we have at our disposal. We are super lucky now as humans and as artists to have the variety that we have now. Are rules meant to be broken in art? Yeah, that's pretty much the unspoken rule in art is you should be breaking all the rules, but only in some cases. In others, not so much. Let me get the boring stuff out of the way first. Archival paper, acid-free paper, what does that mean? Archival, archive, it means it's designed to be kept. Whatever is on it, whatever art is on it, will last longer because the paper is designed to hold on longer. For example, newsprint paper, it's not really gonna stand the test of time, at least not as well as a real sketch paper. And then you can go as far as what is that paper even made of? Is it made of wood pulp that'll disintegrate? Is it made of cotton rag? All of these components are important when choosing papers for your artwork, finished and unfinished, in order to achieve your aesthetic, in order to achieve the finished product that you want. Your paper and your mediums have just as much control over what appears as the final product as you and your hand do. So it's important to make sure that you make the right choices. I'm taking this directly from Strathmore's website. Strathmore being one of the more common suppliers of artists' papers and surfaces. Acid-free papers are made using alkaline paper making technology. This means the pH of the pulp that is used to form the paper is above seven, neutral. The paper is also buffered with an alkaline reserve, such as calcium carbonate, to neutralize acid compounds absorbed from the atmosphere or formed through natural aging. In other words, this paper is specifically designed not to disintegrate on you over time. If you are looking for the ultimate in permanence, we recommend, Strathmore recommends, acid-free surfaces made with 100% cotton. Naturally, that begs the question, but doesn't that make these papers a little more expensive? Yes, they do. But especially if you are selling this artwork, it's worth the extra investment. I know I've spoken on earlier podcasts about making art with whatever you have, and I still do firmly believe that. However, 
As I say, if you are selling artwork, if you are selling finished artwork, the people you are selling your own products to deserve a certain level of quality. And to be honest, if you get into the habit of buying more expensive, higher quality papers, it becomes your habit and that'll only serve you better. You start to use this material better, you start to learn the ins and outs of different materials and therefore your artwork will improve because of it. No, you do not need to break the bank in order to sell artwork. Of course you don't. But you also need to make sure the paper you're making finished, sellable artwork on will hold up. It's worth doing the research and investing in the right paper. This doesn't mean you can only use watercolor paints on watercolor paper. There are no art paper police that are gonna come and arrest you if you use canvas paper for making a marker drawing. You will, however, probably chew your markers up if you do that, so you wanna be careful. This, as with anything in art, takes a lot of trial and error, practice, and getting used to different things. Now, there are a lot of papers out there for a lot of applications. All of the major art paper houses will have variations of these paper. You see a lot of paper specifically for oil paint, specifically for acrylic paint, watercolor, for marker, for pen. There are a lot of different papers out there. If that makes you weary, if that kind of overwhelms you, that's totally valid. There's nothing wrong with using plain sketch or drawing paper for a colored pencil piece, for a charcoal piece, for any of those chalkier mediums. As long as you get a heavy enough paper, it should hold a finished product. As you can imagine, sometimes papers that are marketed for specific mediums, they're kind of like a half-assed job or just kind of a money grab, unfortunately, from the company. Uh, for example, colored pencil paper that is the exact weight and texture and color of regular sketch or drawing paper just by the drawing pad. Personally, as a side note, and I'll go through this in another podcast, you should not be using white or cream papers for colored pencil. I think you can get a lot more out of a colored, slightly textured paper with colored pencil, but that is for another time. The same actually is with marker paper. There are a lot of different marker papers out there. I personally have a pad of Canson marker paper, which I've got to say I hate, especially for alcohol-based markers, such as your Prismacolor Premier and your Copic markers, um, which by the way, are probably the most used brands of markers. The problem with this paper in particular is it kind of doesn't allow for layers of marker medium, especially alcohol. With water-based markers, I've had a little bit more success with it, but definitely I've found and taken issue with alcohol-based marker use on a paper so thin and really more of the consistency of a smooth vellum than of a a drawing paper. So that is my personal experience and that comes from personal experience. I had to go out, I had to get a pad of paper and I had to try it. Maybe you will like the Strathmore colored pencil paper. Maybe you will go out and like the specific colored pencil paper and 
maybe you don't even use that for colored pencil. Maybe you use that for another medium. You are not limited to mediums per paper just because it says so on the pad cover. However, don't invest in paper just to say use that one medium and then find that it's really one, not very well suited for the medium and two, you could have gotten the same exact thing for less and would have been able to do more with it. So always be careful of that. Finally, because I have seen this on other YouTube channels and other podcasts, do not try to sell me artwork on crappy computer paper. Just do not do it. This goes back to what I was saying earlier about the people you sell your artwork to, finished artwork, not prints again. The people you sell your artwork to, finished artwork for tens, hundreds, even thousands of dollars sometimes, depending on the size and what you're able to charge, they deserve quality from the top down that starts with the surface the artwork is on. They deserve an acid-free archival quality paper that they can keep forever. They're paying for it so they should be able to keep it. Computer paper specifically is meant to hold a little bit of ink and be stuffed in a file folder somewhere and never to be heard from again. It is not meant for finished artwork. Just be mindful and invest in good quality materials. You owe it to yourself even more than you owe it to your fans and your customers. I will be adding more episodes of this paper choice discussion because it really is a very important topic and I really do believe it's a discussion that needs to be had. So for more of that, as I keep going with this podcast and with this discussion, um, definitely subscribe if you like what you hear or if you would like to support an artist. You can find the link to my Patreon in the description. Also, definitely make sure to follow me on Instagram and on YouTube at The Arts Armory. Uh, tune in next week for the next episode. Thank you so much.